Hey, Screeters. This is a double bonus Saturday, apparently. I got some long drives. I just got done with my class, and uh, I was just uh, tapping into Eric Salzweedle's Anchor Cast 3D Omega Chicken Coop, which is a pretty interesting name, and he explains why he named it that in his first episode. So if you got some curiosity, I would go say, listen to it. Um... So I listened to his show, the first two episodes. I didn't listen to his interview of Diego's game, but I will sometime when I get the time. I know that I'm going to be driving back to Chicago tomorrow and back home after class, so maybe we'll get two episodes tomorrow. I don't know. But um, I guess I do have, uh, even though I only released the episode you know, eight hours ago or whatever, I did get a call in. So here it is. But before that, I should say today is still September 8th, 2018. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. Hey, Jason, this is uh, Robert from DM Dad. Really enjoyed your uh, your episode where you just, you know, talked about the uh, OSR Anchorite community. Uh, I totally agree. It's a, it's a really great community. It's a, this isn't the first time I've tried to kind of get involved with some kind of virtual community like this. And, and this one is so much more positive than previous things I've tried to become involved with. Also got to say, I totally agree about, uh, Colin. Um, he is, I, I think several people have referred to him as the glue that holds the OSR anchorites. Uh, together, where would we be without without Colin? Kind of just just keeping it all going. Um, and yeah, it is easier than blogging because um, basically I can just talk about stuff into my phone and get it done right away. That was Dr. Robert Groves with DM Dad. You're right, man. The OSR community's awesome. Colin's awesome. Tim Shorts is awesome. I missed him. I was playing in a Thursday game we called the Prold Campaign. It was GM'd by Matt Jackson of Matt Random, and some of the players in that game were myself. I have an anchor cast called Random Screed, obviously. You're flipping listening to it. Uh, Tim Shorts with Gothridge Manor, and a couple of the other players. Uh, 08, Steve C. with... Man, Steve, I don't remember what the name of your podcast is. But he's a super cool guy from Canada. Um, I'm going to realize it later. But anyway, uh, also Alessandro Bertolucci, who I have been gaming with for years, and uh, the ever-estimable guy, Will Arnold, uh, G-plus heavy user. Um, Anyway, I was just saying that that was kind of like some of the earlier Anchorites, and so it's pretty cool. And Tim is still doing it. Matt's given up. He's always been kind of a complainer and i can really talk shit about him now because he doesn't listen to uh, anchor shows anymore i don't think <laughs> uh, i'm sure somebody will tell you about this episode matt and then we'll get matt calling back in getting all fired up uh, i honestly can't wait um, but anyhow yes it's awesome it's great uh, some of the guys i forgot to mention uh, jay murphy super cool guy i met at north texas this year vanishing tower scripted show good production uh, I don't know I guess I just wanted to mention that stuff so thanks for calling in Dr. Graves 
hoping to listen to more of your episodes and hoping you continue doing it. So thanks a lot for calling in. Status report. So, yeah, I just sat through an eight-hour class for uh, trying to get my certifications. So I was just thinking I'm going to be doing uh, another class tomorrow, and I'm supposed to go home and take some practice tests tonight. Holy shit, I really won't have a weekend because I'm going to do 16 hours of classes and then who knows how many hours of dicking around. So I really won't get a break, and I don't know what the ramifications of that will be, but I'm a little nervous about it. Uh, But I believe in positivity, so I think I'll just ignore that for now and get excited about getting home and hanging out with my family for a little bit, do a practice test and get some sleep and head off again. I am excited that uh, I finished the challenge that I was trying to do. I know I'm edging into gamer health update, but I've noticed a lot of these other guys, they don't use transitions I think it's probably because they are using their computers and not their phones. I don't know. Maybe it's just an old school thing. Let me know, people. Call me. Transitions, yes or no. I also have seen that people are not using songs or music anymore. I wonder if that's because of the monetization of Anchor and you cannot use, you can't monetize if you have Spotify music in your podcast. So kind of interesting, I guess. I don't know. I don't know a lot, but like I say, I did just sit through eight hours of a class. Uh, But I did want to talk about some things, so let's get to it. Listening to these different anchor casts is flattering and disconcerting and super interesting and fulfilling all at the same time. I hear people often calling me Mr. Hobbs. I think that's Colin's fault. Colin, you're responsible for that. Um, I often hear people talking about subjects that I brought up a long time ago with Random Screed. And that's one of the failures, maybe, of AnchorCast. I mean, if I did a Random Screed about inspiration six months ago, you can't really call in and talk to me about it, can you? So you have to kind of do your own anchor cast, and then it's up to me to listen to yours and call in or take that and give you a shout-out and hope you listen. Whatever, you know, a lot of things are coming around, but it's not because people are retreading old subjects. It's because the same subjects are occurring to people as they do their anchor cast, which is fascinating to steal Colin's words I can't uh, do his accent, but I can steal his words, goddammit. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about is how I started in gaming. So this is this is your topic, Eric Salzweedle. I don't even know if I've ever told this story, really. I tried to uh, when I called in, but here is the long story long. I am an only child. I have two half-brothers. I grew up at home by myself. No other kids lived with us, and I lived in the country, which means I didn't really have close neighbors that I could hang out with. Um, I had a pretty abusive father, so I spent a lot of my time reading, and I got to hang out with my 
half my youngest half brother Monty, who had, went with me to Gary Con in 2018, Gary Con 10, yo, shout out. And um, that was cool having him go there with me because we're close in age. But really, the only time I got to see him until we could drive on our own is when we were both allowed to visit our mutual grandparents, Pauline and Wilfred. <laughs> How often are you going to hear a couple named? Pauline and Wilfred these days. Not very often, I don't think. But anyway, they lived in Amboy, Illinois, which was a half hour from where I lived in Mendota. And my brother Monty lived in Dixon, which was a half hour on the other side of Amboy. So I don't know how often it was. I don't remember. Not often enough, but since we were very, very young, we would get to stay at my grandma's house and then my cousins who lived in Amboy would come and stay too, or at least visit on the weekends that we were there. And there were, like, I don't even know, 15, 20 grandkids, and I was one of the youngest. Uh, but right next door, the Stevenses lived, and there were like five or six Stevens kids. Uh, the closest one in age to me was probably five years older than I was, Dwayne. And then his older brother was a couple years older, and that was Patrick Stevens, who is known as Hawk. And he was known as Hawk since he was in high school. He is a math professor at a community college now, so that was a long-ass time ago. But he also does the art uh, for the Hobbs and Friends of the OSR zines. And I really admire and look up to Hawk. I always have. He's a very smart guy. He... Uh, plays guitar, which I've always wanted to do. Uh, but I started playing Dungeons and Dragons. I attribute it to 1978 with the Holmes edition because I remember seeing that in Hawk's bedroom when I would be at my grandparents on the weekends and they would be playing in the basement. Uh, and I got to play. I was eight years old. I don't even know how much they liked that or didn't like it, but I can remember different things happening. The first edition we got was Holmes. I can remember seeing uh, B1 uh, in Search of the Unknown. I can remember going through that adventure through multiple people GMing us. I can remember my older half-brother, Chuck, playing Leuven Lightfingers. Um, I don't remember what character I played, uh, but I can just... I love that. I love that game. It was a place for me to escape. It was like reading the books that I love to read to escape, but being able to write them myself. Um, the memories that I have of playing in that basement are pretty awesome. And I am probably the one that takes gaming the most seriously out of all of us that played. The person who originally brought it to us was Terry, and he was the boyfriend of Glenda, who is Hawk and Dwayne's older sister. This is a lot of things for y'all to remember, and I don't expect you to remember them, but uh, I guess I just want to go over it for some reason, and this is my personal diary, and for some reason you guys listen, and I appreciate that. Anyway, Terry was the one that brought all of gaming to us, and part of the reason that's interesting is because on Random Screed I talk about Chris playing in the Ga uh, Green River Gamers Association, the GRGA group, who is Terry and Glenda's son. And it's so awesome that uh, 
like his second generation who is like kind of a generation below me is playing in the games that I run and that we're playing at my brother Monty's house in the Scorpularum. I don't know. It's just a cool thing, I guess, that it kind of stayed in our family some. Uh, but I'm by far the most, I'm the only one that's published anything, and anything that's been published by anybody else in our family was because I published it. Um, Hawk, my brother Monty, has written for Zine 2. Uh, Todd plays with us. My buddy Bird I went to high school with. And I guess that's another story. But uh, Holmes Edition was our first. But I can remember playing Isle of Dread, so we must have got Basic BX from Moldvay. Uh, my cousin Todd still has his original Beckme books that he says are his first books, but I think that's just the first books he bought. I can remember uh, getting the DMG, PHB. I have my copies, but I don't know who they originally came from. Uh, the Monster Manual I remember having at my house when I was a kid living in a house trailer out in the farm somewhere and drawing pictures, basically trying to trace them off. The Paladin in Hell was the one I felt the best about. I remember reading the Monster Manual constantly. All those things are strong memories. When I was in sixth grade, I was kind of a cut-up, class clown kind of kid. Uh, smart, uh, capable, not a super good athlete didn't really fit in with any crowd but could fit in with all of them if that meant if that means anything um when i was in sixth grade mrs anderson uh took a liking to me i had glasses long blonde straight hair and a bowl cut and i would always bring uh a1 slavers of the undercity and i would be studying it because i was trying to run it for the friends that lived on the farm a few miles away and uh, she would have me come back during lunch and talk to her about it and for that was like the first time that I ever really had an adult really kind of accept it other than you know my family and parents who were always playing together anyway but that was a pretty poignant time for me But yeah, I guess that's uh, that's my long drawn out story about uh, about my you know initiation to gaming. Uh, as far as like other inspirations of the time, I read a lot uh, the Earthsea books. I don't know the Terran Wanderer book with Gurji and his ever full pocket of rations. I, those were cool. Um, the Lord of the Rings, of course, although I could never really get into the Similarian, even though it was available to me. Comic books I loved. Um, just what we had to do to get that stuff when I was a kid was crazy. Um, like cartoons, the Herculoids, I was a big fan of. Uh, Galaxy Rangers, I can remember being... Uh, 7th and 8th grade, high school era, Galaxy Rangers with the Clint Eastwood look dude who could morph. I love that show. Um, there was like, uh, I think uh, Sinbad, Voyage of the Seven Seas, that uh, Clay, Clay Harryhausen type stuff. I love that. Um, Macross, you know, the Battletech type stuff. Loved it. I don't know. Those were all cool inspirations to me. Uh, Thundar, of course. 
uh, Motley Crue Shout at the Devil album Dust of Hell Lurk the Blackest of Hates For He Who Knows Fear Awaits You Now Many Many Lifetimes Later Lay Destroyed Beaten Down Ashes of Corpses of Ashes of Bloodstained Streets I don't know That's some of the lines of the beginning of Shout at the Devil by Motley Crue Go check that out That was always an inspiration to me it was often said that I took my gaming too seriously for some people. Uh, believe it or not, I know I'm completely full of it now, but there is an aspect of it that I too take seriously, and I think that's common among the people who are trying to design and produce things. So anyway, I guess I owe this episode to Eric Salzweedle of the 3D Omega Chicken Coop. So thanks. Uh, what I want to do now is try and catch up on Tim Shorts. Take the Catch up on Tim Shorts, but... Uh, yeah, guys, thanks for listening to this uh, double super secret bonus Saturday episode. Uh, I appreciate it. Love you guys. Take it easy. Better to burn out than to fade away, boys.